Hello, and welcome to the Mold Save Podcast. I'm your host, Mo, and in this episode, we're going to do a deep dive into the question and the answer to what is mold? Mold is a microbial growth that develops on organic, decaying, dead, or wet materials. In the UK, they spell it M-O-U-L-D, and over here in America, they spell it M-O-L-D. The Latin word is fungus, and the plural is fungi. Yeast and mushrooms are the fruiting bodies of mold or fungi, but are normally referred to as fungi. Mildew is another commonly used word here in the U.S., which is often used to identify surface mold in bathrooms and showers. So when you see these different words, please understand that they often have the same meaning and can be used interchangeably. Molds are microscopic organisms that are neither plant nor animal. They are part of a kingdom of their own and are parasitic creatures who live off their hosts, whether it be a plant, animal, humans, or just about any carbon structure. They breathe in oxygen and excrete carbon dioxide and can be found living both indoors and outdoors, just like humans. They are a natural part of our environment and play an important part in nature by breaking down dead organic matter such as fallen leaves and dead trees. They reproduce by releasing their spores into the air. Their spores are microscopic and so small that they are invisible to the naked eye. Others are visible only under magnification. These spores float through the air and land on surfaces in your home like furniture or walls and in attics and basements. I know it's difficult for most people to find a local mold expert. That is why I offer mold inspections and inspector referrals along with remote mold consultations and mold remediation project management. These can be conducted in person or via video conferencing software. I can help you answer your questions and also get the help you need to make the best and safest decisions for you and your family. My professional one-hour consultations will help you answer your questions and concerns about testing, remediation, and your health. I can help you interpret your mold inspection results, your labs, and help you develop a mold remediation plan moving forward. Please send me an email to mo, M-O-E, at moldsafesolutions.com. You can also call or text me to 760-818-6830. There are many types of mold, and none of them will grow without water or moisture. Once they settle on a surface, they may start growing if conditions are right, whether the humidity is just right or you have a water damage event. No one really knows how many molds there are, but estimates are in the hundreds of thousands, and researchers still haven't come close to identifying them all. Molds use spores to reproduce like plants use seeds. The spores can release toxins known as mycotoxins, which can be very toxic to humans and pets and all animals. In fact, Mycotoxins have been used by militaries around the world to create bioweapons, or what I call WMDs, weapons of mold destruction. Over 400 known species of fungi, molds, have been proven to be toxic to animals, humans, and plants. According to the World Health Organization, more than 200 biotoxins have been identified from common molds and can interfere with RNA synthesis and cause DNA damage. As I mentioned, the spores and mycotoxins are invisible to the human eye, but the mass of mycelium, or what we see when we are looking at something growing, for example, on a wall or a moldy piece of fruit or on wood, 
and can grow different colors, including black, brown, or so forth, that is a colony that we're seeing, an active colony. You must understand that molds do not make their own food the normal way that plants do, and even humans. They get nourishment from other living organisms such as plants, animals, and even humans, so they can also be called parasites, a general term used to describe any organism that lives off its host's nutrients. There are approximately 40 different species that have been well documented over the last 100 years to be parasitic and or toxic to humans, causing many different illnesses, diseases, and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of deaths every year worldwide. Many of these molds can be found in human food and the structures in which we live and work, so it's important that we become educated about these tiny organisms that have such a huge impact on human society. Mold's main role in the ecosystem is to break down damaged or dead materials such as fallen trees, dead plants, leaves, and the consumption of dead insects, animals, and even human carcasses. They play a big role in how all the soil and the dirt in the world is created, and in fact, approximately 25% to 35% of all soil contains these tiny living organisms. These molds can be found everywhere outside, eventually making their way onto our food and into the places we live and work. They do this because they have microscopic spores down to 0.03 microns and smaller that are so light they literally fly in the wind and can be found in the air at all times and can be carried for great distances by even the gentlest of breeze. In fact, you and I are breathing molds in all the time. You can live in the cleanest of towns and homes. It doesn't matter. There is always some level of mold in the air. I personally have been inspecting homes for the last several years, and there's not been one time in the hundreds of inspections that I've performed where I did not find mold inside of a home and also outside when I performed an air test. And this was even in brand new homes, brand new commercial properties. It didn't matter. I always found a different level of mold, but it was always present. So that's one thing you need to understand. You're never going to be mold free. The idea, if you're concerned about mold in the air or mold in your home, is dilution is the solution and remove, of course, any water damage or mold. Many countries worldwide have measured outdoor mold spore counts for decades and indoor levels as well. Scientists and independent mold inspectors such as myself have found that the spore count will fluctuate both indoors and outdoors, depending on several factors such as where you live and what type of home you reside, the time of year, day, and even hour to hour. And of course, if you have water damage or mold, this will show up on your mold test and mold results if you choose to have that done. The mold spores can be found floating at all times through the air outside and in our home. And I also can find samples in almost all settled dust. However, you must know that they will not grow if moisture is not present. As long as these tiny organisms have a little water and or humidity and a carbon material such as dust or drywall, they will start to grow, multiply, and eat. It should be no surprise then that the same powerful carbon-eating enzymes that help mold break down dead materials into the soil are the same processes that they use eating human food, stored goods, water damage components of any kind, and building materials used in homes and commercial structures. 
After all, when food is picked and or a building is built with wood, we humans essentially use dead matter. This means that they are subject to the laws of mother nature, not man's. That is why you could store food only so long and wooden buildings last no more than a few dozen years and sometimes a hundred years before they'll have to be remodeled and or restored to last another hundred years. From the day a fruit or a vegetable is picked or the wood is taken from another dead tree from a suburban home, it is in a state of decay. You may have heard of the term black mold. Many molds can turn black, but the term black mold is mainly used to identify the most dangerous molds that produce the most deadly mycotoxins that cause illness and disease and even death, such as Stachybotrys chartum and Aspergillus. Stachybotrys produces various mycotoxins and the most deadly is called trichothecine. Trichothecines have been of great public health concern and have led to this mold being known as toxic black mold. Trichothecines including Dawn T2 toxin and a word I can't pronounce are also important from the view of biological warfare. T2 mycotoxins are also known as substances used in biological warfare that can be absorbed through a person's skin. Another mold spe species that is common in our homes with this deadly toxin is Fusarium. Aspergillus is often found on human foods such as grain and nuts and is one of the most common indoor molds. It produces mycotoxins called aflatoxins in which aflatoxin B1 is one of the most potent natural carcinogens known and is usually the major aflatoxin producing by toxigenic strains. Meaning that aspergillus produces toxins that are the most potent cancer-causing chemicals known to man. Aspergillus along with penicillin, cladosporium, and alternaria and Stachybotrys chartum are often found in water-damaged buildings and as you can see they produce mycotoxins that are seriously toxigenic and cause illnesses such as cancer and even death to humans. Normally, only after we have been exposed to high concentrations of mold and mycotoxins in a water-damaged building or our businesses and from eating moldy food that it eventually wreaks havoc on our bodies, health, and immune systems. Some people who are already sick from another illness and or a disease such as cancer and AIDS may be exposed to minimal concentrations of molds and or mycotoxins to cause illness, disease, and even death. Another common mold that is deadly to humans when it grows out of control is Candida albicans, a leading fungal pathogen of humans. Researchers with the Cohen Lab at the University of Toronto had said that Candida species accounts for 88% of all hospital-acquired fungal infections and costs the healthcare system over $1 billion annually in the United States alone. The researchers concluded that globally, fungi kills more than 1.5 million a year. In the U.S., Candida fungi account for almost 90% of hospital-acquired fungal infections, and in Canada, they're the third most common cause of bloodstream infections in intensive care units. These deadly molds that I talk about here and their mycotoxins that I list above deserve the most attention and are the focus of my work. I know it's difficult for most people to find a local mold expert. That is why I offer mold inspections and inspector referrals along with remote mold consultations and mold remediation project management. These can be conducted in person or via video conferencing software. I can help you answer your questions and also get the help you need to make the best and safest decisions for you and your family. My professional one-hour consultations will help you answer your questions and concerns about testing, remediation, and your health. I can help you interpret your mold inspection results, your labs, and help you develop a mold remediation plan moving forward. 
My consultations and mold remediation project management can also save you a lot of money and your health in the process. I can assist you no matter your location using the internet and remote technology. Once a company knows that an independent project manager like myself will be overseeing their work, they will definitely not try to cut corners and will do their best. Let me help you make the first step in getting educated to take back your home, health, and your mind. I have special intake paperwork that will be reviewed along with any photos, videos, inspection, and laboratory paperwork in advance of our first meeting. If you're interested in scheduling an inspection, a remote consultation, or you need help with the mold remediation project management, or you need help with mold remediation project management, please send me an email to mo, M-O-E, at moldsafesolutions.com. Again, that's mo, M-O-E, at moldsafesolutions.com. You can also call or text me to 760-818-6830. Again, that number is 760-818-6830. Let me help you have a mold safe home and a mold safe life.